the Meat Improv. Hello and welcome to the Meat Improv with me, Josh Simpson. And me, Jake Jabor. The Meat is Improv is the storytelling and improv comedy podcast. We bring on comedian guests to tell true meaty stories from their lives. And then what do we do with those stories, Jake? Uh, we use those stories as long f- <laughs> inspiration Jeez. for long form. I was doing it on autopilot. Look what happened. Uh, inspiration for long form improvised comedic scenes. We'll get it in episode 257. <laughs> we'll try again. Uh, maybe this is episode 257. Anyway, um, that's right. Stories and improv scenes from comedians. Um, we have a Patreon. Um, a lot of podcasts will wait till the end to advertise their shit. We do it in the beginning. If you're an improv nerd trying to learn this stuff, or if you just like the improv, Jake and I do two prov uh, on our bonus episode called The Potatoes. Huh? Mm-hmm. Get it every week. And then we also talk about what we're teaching, what we focus on. And a lot of times how we screwed up and our biggest regrets. Um, but that's about it. Uh, Patreon.com slash the meat improv. Um, let's get into the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, today we have two first time guests. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always love uh, when we have first timers on. They are from the team Loose Caboose. Um uh, you could spot, see him at We Improv. Uh, Isabel Escalante. Say hi so we get your voice, Isabella. Hi. This is my um, voice. <laughs> Remember it. It'll come back later. <laughs> and Joe Napke. Hello. Hello, Joe. Hi, Joe. Hi. How's it going? Good. Thank you both for being here. Uh, of course. Joe, you have an overwhelming amount of not overwhelming but you have a good amount of kansas city <laughs> chief stuff in your zoom room um, i do are you in kansas city or is this is this your room i know i yeah i'm currently in kansas city um in my mom's okay. basement um very lovely little setup down here but yeah it's nice wood paneling and everything uh unfinished basement otherwise but i got my <laughs> little room down here so it's good now uh, Josh, uh, sort of the way you asked that question implied that depending on the city and state you're living in, it might be filled with football memorabilia. <laughs> Joe, did you, uh, is that, would that stuff be in your LA apartment? Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, okay. probably. I'm a big, uh, sports fan, unfortunately. <laughs> um, I, I think feel it's the same my yeah, it's my worst quality for sure. But, uh, <laughs> I do enjoy football and baseball and basketball. So I would definitely have the memorabilia up uh, in any place I were to live. Okay. Because the wood paneling is also, I got to be, that's sort of why I asked, because that's not very Los Angeles. Have you ever lived in LA or are you? Uh, yeah, yeah. Pre, uh, pre-pandemic and then a little bit during the pandemic too. Um, I was living in LA for like a year and a half. Um, then moved back to the Midwest uh, to, to not pay rent anymore. Um, but but yeah, that's the situation. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I feel like I'm interrogating you and I do not mean to. I was just <laughs> what the hell? Come on. Where do you live? Uh, how long have you lived there? Can you provide pay stubs from your last <laughs> I like that you thought it he just had Kansas City stuff to like pose in the Midwest, but then he would like shed it to come to LA. Mm, I'd be a Dodgers fan immediately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm all things Milwaukee, Wisconsin sports, so um, I definitely have that here. But it's not as I'm coming back home. Am I glitching out, or are you guys glitching there, out? Uh, there, I had a little Nobody's delay out. for a second. I think you're a little behind. <laughs> we'll just wait. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what happens. Need that Ethernet. Uh, I'll now? figure that out. I only I think about that in the first twenty minutes of every podcast. We're like, ah, damn, should have done the Ethernet. Oh well, get them next week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, are we back? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, we'll pick it up somewhere in here. <laughs> All right. Well, I didn't mean to intim- interrogate you, Joe. Um, uh, <laughs> I, uh, as a guy who spent a good amount of time in the Midwest during this pandemic. Um, I get where you're coming from there. Uh, Jake, um, do you have any topics? <laughs> well, uh, this is a little bit in terms of room decorating. Um, but uh, I've been asking people, I've been slightly curious. Um, how do you how do you all organize if you have books? If you don't have books, no judgment. But if you have books, how do you organize your books? Boy, I I got some bookshelves. <laughs> okay, like, is, uh, <laughs> but is there? Do you just throw them in the bookshelf? Uh, I I recently did a Zoom with someone, and they had their bookshelves behind them, and it was color coordinated. So it mm-hmm. was like yellow books, red books, blue books, um, and I feel like nobody does it library style. Nobody does it like uh, by author. My but, mom does. Okay. She has a yeah, but she's a I want to hear it. Book free. <laughs> probably a lot of books too, right? Yeah, she has a lot of a lot of books. <laughs> and she well, we had to like we we had a bigger library, but then she got a she got a smaller one, but she I think she prides herself on it. Just she was okay. like if someone's like, "Do you have this book?" She's like, "Yes, I do, and I know exactly where it is." Mm-hmm. And then she'll so that I think that's why she does the last name okay. author thing. It works for her. Does Joe? Where do you and, land here? Because I well, I was like those books behind me. That is literally just thrown up there okay. in no particular order. Almost based on size of like which books will support the other leaning into them <laughs> um but i was also going to say i feel like the the people that sort by color probably don't read those books <laughs> you know like it's i feel like it's more like you're making it very obvious as an aesthetic choice <laughs> not like the books aren't there to be read they're there for the green section or the blue section of that mm. wall you know <laughs> okay yeah you may have bought a book because you needed another green. <laughs> yes. yes. Uh, I am firmly in the camp of uh, Isabella's mom. Okay. I, I, 
I had a big old bookshelf and I had the bottom was like books I had in college and never read again that I should have given away. I did give most of those away. I had like a nonfiction section. I had like a religious section, a, a humor <laughs> comedy one. Then I had that's non-fiction. not the same as your religion section. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I was just I had a period of time where I was very into like basically I was falling away from the church where I was like reading a bunch of that stuff and I just had a bunch of books. Anyway, uh, but it's like a subsection of nonfiction and then fiction by author's last name. But I have since combined my books with uh, Lanny's books, my girlfriend, and all hell is broken loose. Uh, (laughs) We don't even have we don't even have books by the same author next to each other. No, Jake, when you brought this up, I I I. I felt, the, I felt it. I felt the, oh God, this topic? Because I've chosen just to live with it. Or I've, I've chosen just to not live with it. But I've accepted it. And I, I probably could have rearranged it, but it is like, she's got a bunch of other stuff on the bookshelves too, like jars and stuff and pictures. And it does look pretty good. I will be goddamned if I can find... It, I have to like scan the whole shelf for any book I'm looking for. Cause there's nothing, there's no method to the madness. That's how my, my aunt and uncle just told me this story where, uh, like he, he was super, they, they went to the same grad school. So they had all the same books, but he just, it was like a symptom of his non-committalness where he would just refuse to combine their books and get rid of and he was like he's a very particular person so they just had the separate bookcase with 50 percent of the same books but then he finally proposed by mixing the books together so that I'm glad wait, really it. yeah wow. yeah no I'm that was saying. part of the proposal are you, are you yes are you, no that's 100 <gasps> percent true <laughs> because Holy it was shit. that big of a, and she was like that is so sweet i can't believe you'd ever yeah, see very that. sweet <laughs> He like got down on one knee and put one of his books in. <laughs> Cute as hell. I am kind of curious. Like, how how was that part of the proposal? Like, I don't know exactly how it happened, but I know part of it. He was like, "Notice anything different in here? Notice anything different?" And then she was like looking around, and she was like, "Oh my god, the books!" Then, wow. Yeah, but I don't know. I guess the rest of the engagement wasn't as exciting as the book mixing. So I don't know how it segued into it. <laughs> I'll get her on the potatoes though. She can, she can Please. Go case yeah. scoop. That's just for Patreon members. Yeah. Folks. Yeah. <laughs> Full story. Uh, Isabella's aunt's proposal. Uh, find out all about it on the, uh, the potatoes. Our subscribers uh, would go is- through the roof. Probably. <laughs> From is from just Isabella's family for one month. <laughs> you know, one, um, <laughs> uh, that that would be cheapened by like you see the <laughs> if you like just saw on Craigslist you like got a like you sold it for a hundred bucks <laughs> like you sold one of the shells for a hundred bucks. Were you proposing or just found something? Whatever you needed a hundred dollars. Hundred dollars is too much for a bookshelf. You can't get rid of shit unless it's for free. Like you cannot sell. That's true. A couch. I've never been able to sell a good. Anyway, um, what's Wait. your thing, Jake? Um, I just do it by my 
I do it by favorite or the books I like uh, revisit the most. Like that, the, all I do have college textbooks that I should have tossed away a long time ago, and they just like sit on the bottom untouched. But like books that I'll pull out to read again, or like something I like about them, they're all on the top, and they're usually like by author for the most part. But it's it's purely a subject. Like if anybody looked at it, they'd be like, "What the fuck is this?" Uh, mm-hmm. But I'd be like, "Oh, you need this book." It, I don't like it very much. So it's got to be here or, um, oh, I like that book. Uh, And then there's a little categorization with it in regards to that, but um, not much. You know, one thing that we've done here is because our bookshelf is in our bedroom, which is not a good place for it. You know, if you want to be aesthetically pleasing or (laughs) if, if you view your books as sort of like a, look what I like. Um, so one new thing here is that we have floating bookshelves that were like certain books are like kind of displayed in the main room. Mm. And that's not bad. I kind of like that. That's sort of along your lines of like, yeah, you know, it's usually books I really enjoy that I will rotate in and out of there. It, so Isabella, you said you have talk. a <laughs> <laughs> Isabella, you said you have a bookshelf. Yeah. Do you copy your mom's method or do you have your own method? No, I um, just, I have a, the only organization I have is that one shelf is for all the books that I, the new books that I'm reading or, mm-hmm. well, I have a shelf that I put like a book I've read. And then that, it, that's literally why I read is because I'm like, I got to fill up the shelf. It like turns into this extra motivation um <laughs> okay so, i get that yeah. yeah well my last question what's everybody's policy on loaning books and do you and asking for them back <laughs> <laughs> will you ask for a book back that you loan i'll always loan i don't think i'll ever ask back but i'll also probably never give back right okay oh so I was going to say always loan, like basically the same thing, always loan and never ask back. Yeah. Just because I'm not a confrontation. Like if they want to give it back, then I'll get it back. But yeah. if not, I'll just buy the book again or never read the book again. <laughs> <laughs> Josh. Um, I rarely borrow. If that makes sense. Like mm-hmm. I'll usually, I have a little thing in my phone, one of my notes that's just recommendations. So I'll take the recommendation and I usually just look it up at the, I have a library app. So I'll just get it that way. Cause I don't trust myself to give it back. I have so many good DVDs that I've never returned. Um, (laughs) And also I don't think I've ever gotten a book back. And I have, I've lent out one of my favorite writers is George Saunders. I have lent out his books to people so many times that like I've, I've probably bought his book, the brain dead megaphone, like three or four times just because like, I like yeah. it. It's my, my favorite books. Um, so if I'm lending it, I'm usually kind of like, it's, it's almost an implied gift. And if I get it back, it's a bonus. Yeah. And if they don't read it, if they can't have a conversation with me about it in a year, <laughs> <laughs> shit list. <laughs> <laughs> The only time I've asked for a book back was when a friend of mine asked if his girlfriend could borrow it. And then 
I think I was like mad about some mad at him about something and was like, Hey, I need that book. Back. <laughs> and I feel terrible about it. <laughs> you remember the book? Yeah. yeah, it was a like a inside the room. It was like a uh, outside the box, inside the box. It's like a TV writing book. Um, and he was like, Hey, can my girlfriend borrow that TV writing book that you have? And then I was like, yeah, no problem. And then like three months later, I was angry about something else, I think. And I was like, and I need that book back. <laughs> uh, but in retrospect, I think I would still. I I never asked for books back and I'm happy to loan them. But I do think I would apply the thing of like, if you're going to ask me to borrow a book to lend to someone, I might come calling for it because I don't know that person. Uh <laughs> I want credit for the like loan out. Um, that is nice of them to tell you though. Cause I'd be like, Oh, I, yeah, I have it, but I would be passing it all around town. <laughs> <laughs> Not check to see if that was okay. <laughs> There's an extra layer there too. Of like, you're teaching them how to like learn a trick, like how to like write TV. <laughs> you're like, I don't want them to get too good at the book. Welcome to my place. I'm so happy you guys could break in the the break the new ground with me. Yeah, thanks it's for a, having it's me. a housewarming party. Uh, yeah, so looks great um, in here. Yeah, thank you. Doesn't I, I? I try to keep it pretty minimalist, um, but I wanted there to be a few key touches. Uh, um, the rainbow bookshelf. Uh, all my nice. favorites in there. Uh, it just so happened that I, I don't know. I was just looking at my stack of books and I was like, I could do something with this. You know, I'm a bookworm. I'm a bit of a bookworm. I barely. Ooh, you have I, the hot you, zone. Can I borrow that? What is it? <laughs> the hot zone. It's a, it's got a white. It's one of my faves. Can I borrow it? Is this random? Um, do you have a red to replace it with or? Did I bring a red book to replace the hot zone one? It's kind of my housewarming party, you know. You wouldn't ask for one of the one of the big trays that my uh, aunt's on a log are being served on, would you? It sort of belongs to the house. It's kind of <laughs> well, messing I'd up ask, the vibe of that. I, I can we not have an ant on a log? I'd ask for an ant on a log. <laughs> you can have an ant on a log. You can't okay. have the platter that the ants are served on, or the celery. You can't have the platter the snacks are served what? on otherwise we just got ants we're gonna have celery and, and raisins all over the place and then that will actually bring actual ants and that's the reason i bought a tray in the first place is okay. i'm kind of showing off my stuff here and i got a rainbow <laughs> i got a fucking well, rainbow bookshelf i brought hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy i could just it's blue but i could just slide it into that slot so oh Jake could check go. out the hot zone Thanks. Thanks, Isabella. I'll no worries. I would rather have a thinner red <laughs> oh. <laughs> than put blue in there. Do you not get what this is? It's a rainbow. Roy G. Biv. I know, but you got but we're gotta be reading these books, right? What a, like Well, put it in the Biv section. Don't put it in the, the, the this Roy. Is Roy. <laughs> You're trying to put a B in a Roy. <laughs> or an R in okay. a Biv. Okay, I'll just slide them all over. Okay, that's fine. No more, but this isn't a library. <laughs> Let's just have one night 
In fact, I don't know why you why are you carrying the book around? Put it on the shelf. If you want it again, you can take it at the end of the night. Are you putting your coat on? Are you leaving? <laughs> what I I just got here. Along. You want to the come place looks good. I want to look. I wanted. To, I'll look. I'll look. You have my phone number. If you need the book, I'll you know I'll I'll bring it back in a couple of weeks. Oh, oh but I'm God. on the waiting list. Thank oh, you. You're... I forgot to sign up, but yeah, I'll take the hot zone after you. Okay. I didn't put yeah, this yeah, list yeah. here. Who put it? Someone <laughs> put a clipboard on the wall with a little pen tied to it. Yeah, I always bring around Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy and a lot of crazy glue. Uh, good, good. Hey, put it away, please. Hey, <laughs> I know it's been a little bit since we've all been able to hang out, um, but uh, can we try to hang out like regular? Or? Yeah. We see okay. Joe studying for the bar exam in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Joe. wow. I just, oh, God damn it. Is there any place I could put these books temporarily? <laughs> in your car? I don't. <laughs> no, don't. Can I just put them on your bookshelf? There's like a little extra space right there. No. Yeah. No. Well, I have to no, run out not. to get some law papers <laughs> from my partner. My school partner. You couldn't take. You couldn't take twenty minutes out out of the day just to chill with us for a second, Joe. Just to have a few snacks. I mean, I'm I got sorry. Do you want me to fail the bar exam? <laughs> Are you crazy? It's I, twenty you know, minutes. Yeah, and I told you that I could come here and I help warm up your house. I would love to see the new place, but I gotta study. I brought all my books up here and I just been trying to get some work done. We see some other lawyers come in. Hey, Joe, sorry. I'm like, oh, is, no, no, is no, this our right section? Yeah, yeah. Just pop section? your books okay. on that shelf. Cool. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. What? <laughs> what, what there's like, these are, there's no maroon. There's no maroon in the rainbow. They're maroon binders. The They're full of, what is, just calm down. We're, we'll be done in a little bit. We just have to review some case files. Oh, damn it. Okay, fine. Ugh. You know what? You know what? You're going to be a lawyer one day, and you'll understand once you buy a home, but this is kind of a big deal. All right? This is sort of... I unveil my bookshelf. Um, I show you my wonderful design. Um, you haven't even great. asked me any questions about the books or how, how good they are or whatever. What's your favorite you about- one? I like the yellow section. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. See, this leads me to believe that you don't even read these books. You're just putting them on the wall for the color. Wow, he's lawyering. (laughs) No, this is... Exhibit (laughs) A. These (laughs) books... This is a you. You don't know anything about gardening. Where are the the plants? You got a whole gardening section and you just picked them because they were green. I just got the house. I just got the house. I, uh, I'll do an urban garden. I swear. I swear it. Uh-huh. Yeah, I like garden. I like all these things. I like. <laughs> I yeah, like you like ocean exploring. Board. Yeah, yes! Barney the dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, I okay. like. I got. I got twelve copies of his uh, <laughs> autobiography. <laughs> yeah, just to fill out the indigo section. Hold on, sorry. It took me a second to remember. I love the book. I love I I love it. 
It's you couldn't find thing. any other purple books, so you went for the purple dinosaur himself. Twelve copies of his autobiography. Jeez. <laughs> Is this is this autobiography any good? <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> it's awesome. Barney wrote it himself about himself. <laughs> you didn't read it. Give us one Barney fact. If you really read it, give us one Barney fact. <laughs> He's friends with Baby Bop. <laughs> In real life? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's those dudes met. That's how they they met. <laughs> See, I'm sweating really hard. <laughs> they met before they were friends before the show, and then they're just like really friendly with all the kids. Dude, they had a bad backstory. They used to like smoke cigarettes and stuff. <laughs> what? <laughs> Barney and Baby Bob. Yeah. They're, oh my god, that's fascinating. Can I borrow show? this? <laughs> no, they can't. Take my word from it. I'll tell you all about it. Wow. Kicks him in the shin. Back up. Ow! <laughs> sticks, an ant, sticks a log, an ant in the log in his mouth. <laughs> everyone, everyone, ants on logs. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> All right, let's listen to one of um, my records. I'm, I'm sure. Peanut butter. I'm gonna sue you. Not yet. You're not. Not a, you have a, the bar. Damn it. Damn you. Never going to pass at this rate. <laughs> Can't even study. Now I'm going into anaphylactic shock. Oh, jeez. Oh, wait. There's a medical book on uh, allergies. Let me get that book off the shelf. <laughs> no. Listen. My girlfriend's parents are coming to this party. I can't have this. I can't have this wall looking like shit. All right. We'll wing it. But the book on anaphylactic shock stays in orange. Well, tell us what's in it if you've read it. Uh, <laughs> um, See, you don't read any of these books. You liar. You don't know anything about Barney. You know anything. Look, my throat's closing up. Please, can somebody just take me to the hospital? I start giving him the Heimlich. It said you squeeze him. He backs into the bookshelf. They all fall off the bookshelf. <laughs> oh. I hate you guys. You're the worst. It kind of like seize the books in a new way now that they're scrambled. Wait a minute. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait a minute. There's order to this disorder. He starts scrambling them around. Oh, red is blue. I think Jackson pollocking them. <laughs> Put a blue over here, a red over here. But ripping the books. <laughs> oh my God. It's beautiful. Oh maybe I, maybe I'm just dying, but I thought, <laughs> I think this is really pretty. No, you're right, Joe. It's beautiful. It's really, really nice. Almost makes up for the fact that there's no other decorations in this apartment. <laughs> that was shitty. All right, let's get back. Let's get to the meat part of the podcast. This is the part where a guest shares a true meaty story from their life. Joe. You're up first. What would you like to talk about? Yes, I would like to talk about my worst birthday. <laughs> um, <laughs> it actually it happened when I was 13, um, like eighth grade, around that age. I 
that entire school year, I had been biking to school, riding my bike to and from school. And it wasn't like a short bike ride. It wasn't like I lived a five minute bike ride away. It was like a 15 to 20 minute bike ride, but I just decided, um, that I wanted to do it and that it was fun. Um, cause you know, I'm, I was a kid, uh, and on my way home from school on my 13th birthday, uh, I was biking along the trail. It's like a kind of like a dirt gravel, uh, trail and pretty much out of nowhere, this kind of professional biker, <laughs> like the type of person with like the cool helmet and like the Jersey and like the track shorts and everything, the fancy bike, Th- this guy just whizzed past me without yelling on your left or anything. He just whizzed right past me and kind of like clipped my bike a little bit. And it sent me out of control. I like hit a ditch in the trail and flew over the handlebars of my bike. And then my bike ended up flipping on top of me. And I was just like completely cut up. I had gashes in both of my knees and my elbows. Like not the type of, it wasn't like a deep cut or anything. It was just like the type, you know, like when, when there's almost a layer of skin, like removed, like that type of, Mm-hmm. you know, wound. And I am, mind you, I'm a child. I'm alone now on the ground. I can't feel or move my, my hand. I can't close my fingers. So I get back up. I limp my bike to the nearest gas station. I, I walk into the gas station <laughs> And I start grabbing napkins from the roller <laughs> grill station where they have like the taquitos <laughs> and the corn dogs. <laughs> and nobody in the gas station is offering any help or commenting on the fact that I'm crying and bleeding from every joint in my body. Uh, I'm a child with a bike helmet on still. And <laughs> I go then to the parking lot of this gas station. I set my bike down. I walk into a neighboring Burger King to get a free cup of water. <laughs> um, <laughs> the Burger King employee asked if I was all right. And I said, yes, which was a lie. Um, I called my mom and didn't pick up. And then I called my dad. He, he didn't answer luckily, but, but I sat there in that parking lot for a good, like 15 minutes with a broken wrist and oh. oh shit finally whenever he came he took me to the hospital um you know i got i got a cast and i got bandaged up um and i actually remember like walking to school the next day and feeling really cool because i you know people would be like oh man you must have had some birthday <laughs> but in reality i just crashed my bike and <laughs> Um, spent a good chunk of my 13th birthday in the hospital. Oh my God. It's kind of hilarious looking back, but uh, <laughs> did you not- know that Burger King gave out free cups of water or <laughs> were you just looking for more help than the gas station? Uh, I think part of me was definitely looking for more help or maybe attention. I don't know. I don't know what was going on there. I was also just thirsty. I didn't have any money because, again, I was a child. 
<laughs> but it was your birthday. You didn't have any birthday money or anything? No, no, because I was there was going to be, you know, like the traditional kind of birthday dinner whenever I got home. Um, but then I ended up not getting home until much later because hospital. But um, yeah, it was it was very fun experience. Well, not fun, but it was fun once I got to the hospital because all the doctors and the nurses were like, oh, it's your birthday. Like, that's like, isn't that fun? And I was like, yeah, thank you. I like the attention then. <laughs> I kind of can't believe that someone that like the one you described as like a professional biker just like clipped you and ran. Like, do you think yeah. they clocked it all that they that like how could you miss that, that, that you knocked the kid over or do, do right. you think they did? Or do you think they were just no. in their own, you don't think they noticed? I really don't. I think they probably had headphones in because they didn't look back. Like I remember looking up from the ground <laughs> and they were already gone. Like they were, they were like a distant because it was like, it was specifically a walking and bike trail. So it was a common place for people to be doing that. And I think he, for him, it was just like, I was an annoying kid riding my bike really slowly where he was trying to like be a real fast biker guy. <laughs> and so whether he registered that he accidentally knocked into my backpack, sending me flying, uh, I don't think he did register. I don't think, or maybe he did. Maybe it was, he like looked back and was like, good. <laughs> Get the hell off my trail. You know, Those but, professional bikers kind of terrify me. Yeah. yeah, like that much need for speed just seems so extra. That much need yeah. for like, like the speed and you're removing all the stuff that protects you in a car. Like there's like a <laughs> decision to be like, this is way more intense. Uh, <laughs> I feel like that that makes the biker. I mean, the biker in that case is always lamer than the kid. Like if you're like, God, this kid is messing up the bike. Path. It's like kids ride bikes, idiot. If I got into like above ground swimming pools. I'd expect a couple like <laughs> elementary school kids in the mix. I don't know. Like, Not I don't an know above what that ground swimming pool. <laughs> no, no, no. I know exactly what you mean. I, would I just mean me. like, that there's going to be kids there. That's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, are you talking about like an emptied out pool that kids are riding their bikes in? Or you're talking about no. the idea that an above ground pool attracts children? <laughs> the second one. <laughs> okay. Uh, he's saying that much like kids should be given preference for biking. They should also be given preference at above ground swimming pool. <laughs> That's why yeah, there's no adult not swim at underground swimming pools. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that okay. is. You did. You successfully got into my subconscious there and, and ironed that out for me. Yeah. That is what I was thinking. Yeah, I do believe that kids deserve to bike more than adults. Right? Yeah. They have okay. no choice. They don't have a. They don't have exactly. the choice of a car. <laughs> uh, so. <laughs> so by that logic astronauts and pilots should get angry on the road yeah they shouldn't be driving their they shouldn't be they shouldn't be driving an airplane down the road like these cars are fucking weird 
<laughs> like, you, no, you're driving the weird. You're too. I don't know. Yeah, I get it, the yeah. kid. Okay. Kids does. <laughs> I don't know. I just think that kind of adult is lame. And it all, your story mm-hmm. also makes me think of like how many times in my life have I been just oblivious to carnage behind me? <laughs> um, as a guy who has headphones in while I walk my dog and uh, uh, I, I don't know. That must have happened. Screamed at by like surf, like 50 year old surfers when I was like 10 going out surfing. <laughs> it would terrify me. But, but I, I would also like, be the one. What do you mean? Like they're just really like, uh, Sorry. like there's a lineup that I couldn't clock when I was 10, but it made me never want to go surfing. That's an intimidating group, I think, surfers. Yeah. <laughs> They're really nice out of Where the was water. That? And then uh, right. that was in Orange County. Gotcha. What would they be mad at you for? Um, they, well, you could like, because there's a whole lineup. So if you're near the peak, you get the wave. But I was 10 and didn't get that. So mm-hmm. then I would take the wave and then they would get really mad. But I also did. I'm s- go ahead oh yeah but I think I was like but I, I was also probably doing dangerous things like <laughs> taking waves and then like crashing into people they were probably that was also probably part of it <laughs> yeah <laughs> waves are tricky because they're con- like they come and then they go so you could take a good wave but a bike trail is a bike trail pretty much like you're not so you're on the side of the someone. 40-year-old surfers that yelled at me? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. Yeah, come on, Isabella. They gave up their lives to do that. Uh, <laughs> um, I think the fault of the surfers is to not have like that outlined for like they someone should have explained this to you before. They definitely did. I just okay. could not <laughs> comprehend it. All right. The surfers are right. <laughs> if it was in an above ground pool, pool they'd be dead wrong. <laughs> um, my last question, Joe, but it doesn't have to be everybody's, but mine is, was that, how did you get to be riding your bike alone on your birthday? Was that a choice? Uh, like you called your dad and like, was the idea like, you'll have the morning to do whatever. And then it was just like how I got home from school, that whole last couple of years of, of elementary school or junior high, whatever you call it. Um, like I, I just biked and on the way there, I would occasionally meet up with some friends who lived, you know, on the way, um, you know, we would meet up and ride together. Um, but that day I just happens to be riding alone and yeah, it's just, to me, the funny part is that I feel like I could have gotten in a wreck literally any day that I was riding. Cause I wasn't, you know, I was a child and I wasn't like the safest, mm-hmm. um, bike rider, but for it to happen then was quite appropriate. I think, um, <laughs> It's a good way to start my year. Did you stop biking for good? I did not for good, but like I, I do, I definitely, it did. Um, well, I, until my wrist was healed, I couldn't even hold on to a handlebar, but it put me off biking for a couple of months for sure. Which as a kid, like we said, like that's your mode of transportation. That's how you get around. So, um, 
yeah, it was it was sad because I enjoyed biking, and then this asshole, this Tour de France. Son of a gun. <laughs> sorry, I don't know. Can I curse on this? This <laughs> absolute piece of shit just ruined biking for me. Um, for a time, at least. Maybe it was his birthday. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> How does that, that shift to the rules of fault? <laughs> uh, whoever wants it more on their birthday gets it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I did the same thing. I don't know if it's I, I don't know if it's a Midwest thing or just an everybody thing, but when I was in like sixth, seventh, eighth grade in Wisconsin, when the weather got good, I would definitely like start meeting up with friends and riding my bikes down way too busy of streets to school. Like, street, <laughs> uh, like looking back, it's like I can't believe my parents really let me do that. Like we're on the shoulder of like four lane roads and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I, what I'm trying to say, Joe, is that I'm a kid. I've been a kid. So. Yes. <laughs> Amen. I was a kid Amen too, to man. Bike kids. Bike kids. Um, we can. We don't have to include this, but if it, Isabella, I you had a bike accident. Yes. If you want to tell the abridged version, I know you have a different story to tell, but you just um, recently had one, right? My God, yes. And I also blame a stupid Tour de France asshole <laughs> because he sold me the bike and he, I got off <laughs> list. And this guy knew I shouldn't have gotten this bike. It was way too, it was like a racing bike because I wanted to be a Tour de France asshole, but I wasn't ready. <laughs> <laughs> so he sold it to me and I was like almost falling over while I was buying it. And I was like, I'll get used to it. And he was like, you'll get used to it. But he had, he was just like, this awful dude but i broke my hip um and uh yeah i was on a walker for a good part of the year and then i had oh. like switched to a cane but the first couple of weeks i was i was in the hospital for four days and there was like a second where they were gonna put me in the nursing home and that was the scariest thing i, I could go on but it was so terrifying during um, 2020 right they yeah. were going to put you in a nursing home during 2020. Wait, it was, what? Yes, because I was like terrified of the physical therapist. And they were like, she's not progressing because I didn't get up the morning after it happened because I put a rod in my leg. And then I like didn't get up. And uh, they were like, I had a really asshole, like, uh, like I had a cool surgeon, but kind of an asshole doctor. And uh, <laughs> they were like, they were like, yeah, they were like, you're going to have to go to a nursing home. Um, I've never they, heard of that in my entire <laughs> life. I know. <laughs> like, are you saying a nursing home for old people or like yes. a, a home of nurses? <laughs> no, no, because there's, there's, there's only homes of nurses for old people. And no one had ever like, I think they didn't know what to do with me because I was, they hadn't really noticed that I like, they, there's not a lot of 25 year olds that break their hips. So, I see. Yeah. Not a lot of 25 year olds live in nursing homes. No. <laughs> I bet you could run that place. I know. I know. You're the coolest uh, cat in there. I was going to come in manipulative. <laughs> take, but it, take it by storm. What did you end up doing? Uh, I, they finally, I, I basically like was just sobbing to nurses and I was like I don't want to go to a nursing home and then they were like okay you can stay another day and then the doctor would like come by at four in the morning and be like 
be like, this is your last day at the hospital. <laughs> I hope you do well at physical therapy. But it hurts so much in my therapy. Physical therapists were like 80 year old ladies. And I would come in, they were like probably 70, truly. And they would come in and I would start sobbing because I was so scared of these 70 year old ladies. Um, oh but yeah, they, they ended up getting, I could stay long enough to where I could finally get in a car. And then I just stayed in bed and uh, at my at my mom's house. That's harrowing. Holy shit. I didn't know that. Yeah, it was gnarly. I literally had a stress fracture in my hip once. And I was like, when I was like 12 and it floored me. Like it was the most painful thing I've ever had. So I can, I can't even imagine. Yeah, it was. And my grandma kept, she was taking care of me and she kept comparing me to my aunt Mary who got a hip, great aunt Mary who got a hip replacement, which is different than what I got. But she kept being like at week two, I'd be like on bed rest. And she'd be like at week two, Mary was on the exercise bike. (laughs) (laughs) I was so mad. I'm like, I don't want to hear about how my great aunt did so much better at me than me. (laughs) It was just harrowing all around. Where we see the end of like a bike trail, uh, and you three are all at the bottom with your bikes, and I I race down on my bike last. Okay, we gotta go. We we gotta get in the car. We gotta. I gotta. I knocked a kid off his bike. Uh, we gotta. We gotta go. Did you finish him off? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What? You know, these trails are only for professional bike riders. You shouldn't be here. I know. I, 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 I hit him pretty bad. I, I, I think we should just get out of here. Did you hit him bad or did you kill him? (laughs) I don't know. I didn't look back. God, yeah, Davis, I told you I couldn't bring this fucking guy with us biking. He doesn't know any goddamn rules. He's going to just clip a kid and not. <laughs> He's a fucking softie. What <laughs> are you all it. talking about? <laughs> I, I, I felt bad. I was just going to bail on the kid. You're suggesting what? We go up there and finish him off? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you have any other option? Just get out of here and pretend like it didn't happen. I'm not going to. Of course, we're going to get out of here and pretend like it didn't happen. Okay. Only after he's dead. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We're not not going to murder him and then tell everyone. I don't think he was murdered. I just, I I don't, I'm not going to, I know what you did last summer, this kid. Okay. We've just got to get out of here. He's probably fine. I just felt bad about it. And I don't want to. You know, well, great. So now you just told us three. You told anyone else who's happened to be listening. The birds, the fucking bees, the squirrels, <laughs> the birds and the bees. I don't think <laughs> are. Oh, no, I did something bad, and I and I didn't and I didn't. And the, the witness lives, and now I'm going to talk about how bad I feel. Grow the fuck up. This isn't movie club or whatever the hell you were in, where you know all about. <laughs> I know what you did last summer. I know this isn't movie club. Nobody is this mean to me in movie club. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> You're, uh, the, we have to go right. back. You have Let's to go, just, back. go back. You have to go back. I have to what? Here takes my takes a big bike chain. <laughs> what do you want me to do with that? Oh my god! Are you? Do you want me to bludgeon the kid mole? to death? Is this a mole? 
Davis, not, is this a mom? I'm embarrassed. I, I'm embarrassed. I didn't know you'd be coming on soft movie club out here. I told them. I said, you got to be mean if you're going to roll with me and my cool friends. I'm your older brother. I thought you meant maybe we'd smoke cigarettes or something. Don't what do you say mean? that. Oh, my God. <laughs> what do you mean, be mean? I'm not going to go bludgeon that kid with a bike chain that's you're not supposed to bludgeon him you're supposed to strangle him with the you want me to choke him with a bike chain reynolds yes (laughs) jesus christ if he's wearing a wire we're fucking screwed do you get that prove to me that you're not wearing a wire why would i be wearing a wire show us your dick pull your shirt up Show us your shirt. Show us your dick and balls. (laughs) Pull your shirt up and your pants down right now. Okay, I I pull down the little like bike shorts I have. Okay, there's no wire. All right. (laughs) We see as he's doing this, uh, an 11 year old bikes by. Uh oh. Oh, why? Now we got two. Now you got to kill two. Oh, my God. Why do I have to kill that kid? Because you probably saw your dick. And it's a weird dick. You could pick that dick out in the lineup. So, who cares if he saw my dick? He's 11. That's against the law. So is... (laughs) So is murdering someone. I didn't intentionally flash that kid my dick and balls. Listen, listen, we can all stand watch here at the head of the trail and make sure nobody else goes, but you've got a couple of kids there that you got to finish off, okay? You got a couple of kids down there on that trail that you got to kill. I don't want to. I don't want to do it. (sighs) Davis, this is your last invite ever. What? I barely know this guy. We're brothers. Stop it. Barely know him. Good God. I mean, I'm 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 not convinced that we're that he is not somehow wired up and that this isn't somehow that that 11 year old isn't somehow working for the feds. What? I pulled my shirt up. No wire. Here, I'll give Give you the chain. I bike off in the trail. All right. My God. Davis, you going to take care of the kid who saw the dick or? Um, Yeah, of course. Give me a second. I'll be right back. What is happening? You were cleaning up your mess. This is insane. So what's your deal, huh? I don't have a deal. My brother didn't even leave with a bike chain. What's his plan when he finds that kid who may or may not have seen my dick? He saw it. I, he, he saw it. It's a weird dick. It looks. <laughs> it's, it's a weird. It's a weird dick. I don't disagree with you. It looks like it's a mouse not... tail. <laughs> okay. Oh, ow! Oh, jeez! I barely made it back. What? What happened? That eleven-year-old. I fucking forgot my bike chain. The eleven-year-old. The eleven-year-old had seven. S- suddenly, I'm I'm fucked. Eleven-year-old had seven what? Bike chains. Had seven. Seven bike chains and seven photos of uh, my brother's penis. What? Well, how did he get so many photos of my penis? I don't know. He's Gen Z. He was all he was all over the phone. He could they said he could do rapid fire. Well, that's this is a nightmare. Right. This might be the last bike ride of our. <laughs> this might be the last bike ride of our lives thanks to this dipshit. I didn't do anything, and it, it sounds like we're okay. That kid has photos of your. On you. Well, that doesn't seem to be a problem. 
Okay. Oh, I think here we're... comes Reynolds. Oh man, that one was a screamer. Jesus Christ. Well, you already broke his leg. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my Listen, God. This I start... trail is for extreme bikers only. Look, uh, I don't want any part of this. I start backing away and bump into another kid. Ooh, oops, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he flies oh, over his handlebars. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What are you I'm doing? So- what? What? I'm I'm gonna that take kid- him into the No, don't, don't clean no, up. Not his that mess. kid. <laughs> <laughs> what? You don't clean up his mess for him, all right? This kid is fine. He didn't even hurt himself. He's fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. That was fun. I landed on my feet. See, he's okay. He had a good time. He got a story to tell his friends. I, he can't trust Generation Z. <laughs> he's going to dab his way down to the police department. I don't even know. put a finger in his asshole or something. Why would he say that? That didn't happen. These kids, they hate bikers. They think they control the world. They think they control the bike trails. But it's us, okay? Yeah. We control the bike crazy. trails. This is what you've been doing on your Saturdays, Davis? This is insane. How many chill, How many kids have you murdered? I, I don't keep a tally. <laughs> it would be impossible to count. It would, it would be impossible. Plus, I don't count like you do at your stupid movie club. I'm here to ride. We rank them. We rank them and everybody. (laughs) That's counting. Yeah, fine. Top 20 uh, animated films. Okay, but nobody ends up dead at the end of it. Sure about that? What? You sure about that? No one's ever died at the end of movie club? Yeah, I'm pretty sure nobody has died at the end of Movie Club. <laughs> we cut to Movie Club. Um, well, what'd you think? I thought it was pretty good. I don't. I I I liked Old Boy the the remake. I didn't think it. I thought it was fine. You liked yeah. Spike Lee's Old Boy better than. <laughs> Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Better than the original. Have you seen yeah. it? No, I just watched the remake. <laughs> oh my God, stop beating the shit out of him. Get off of him. Get off of him. old boy. Get off You're going to kill him. You're going to kill him. Don't need to be remade. <laughs> Oh, geez. I, uh, sorry, everyone, uh, scraped my knees, blood everywhere. I'm just going to get a couple rollers and then head to the head of the hospital. <laughs> you just don't mind. <clears throat> okay, sir. Are you, are you okay? You're kind of dripping blood all over the floor. Uh, totally fine. I'll take some complimentary napkins. Uh, I just got to get a couple rollers before I get to the hospital because <laughs> uh, then I'm going to slide by Burger King. The uh, just uh, these things are so good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we do pride ourselves on the quality of our 
roller grill items. And uh, I can see why the cheddar jalapeno one <laughs> so much better than the 76. I'm so glad I didn't crash near a 76. Yeah. Uh, we see outside there's a car just like on fire next to one of the gas pumps. Uh, sir, can you sit down real quick? Do you want to? Nah, I, I got to eat the rollers standing up or I get acid reflux. <laughs> right. Right. Well, listen, you, you don't look, um, you know, I don't want to tell you how to live your life. I'm just a gas station employee, but, um, <laughs> but you got the best job in town. You get free rollers. I would love life advice from you. <laughs> no. Well, yeah, we do get free rollers. It's true. That's um, so incredible, man. I would eat like seven or eight rollers a day if I got free rollers. Listen, why don't we uh, step outside? Because you are bleeding a lot. Uh, and I am going to have to mop this up after. So I, right. I, I crawl in. I'm also beaten. Isabella, what are you? We just got shot up and robbed that bank and crashed the car. Let's go. We're, we got to get out of here and get to a guy to fix us up. I know. I know. I'm trying to get out of here. I just, we're going to get hungry at the hospital because all the hospital food's horrible. So I just got to get us a couple rollers so we what? don't get hungry. He's going to get us a couple. Why would we steal money if we weren't going to use it for rollers? That's what you're spending the money on is... <laughs> Are you talking about like food that is rolled up into a tortilla? You don't even know what a roller is. I can't follow. This is why this whole thing blew up. <laughs> this I'm, is. I'm not sure I can accept this money. It's got a lot of blood on it. I don't know. Take the money, man, and let's get out of here. Okay. She's not going to. Fine. Now I'm going to be grumpy, but okay. See the getaway drivers like kind of poked in now. Like, oh. Do they do they have buffalo chicken taquitos here? What Hell are yeah. you doing in here? <laughs> Hell yeah. I don't know. It was like a it's like a pie on a windowsill. I smelled buffalo chicken taquitos. Can I get? We've got to get out of here. The well, cops are on our tails. We're not going to have a lot of time to eat once we're in the car chase. So I would like some taquitos to <laughs> to tide me over. Or rollers. Are these rollers? Is that AM, PM, or... What the hell? <laughs> they got yeah, chicken. Guys, just get your rollers, and you got, you got to get out of the store. Um, <laughs> I'm trying. On fire. You and I are on the same page. All right. <laughs> what open a you- bag of... <laughs> I open a bag of money to pay the man and it blows up in my face. Oh, <laughs> Blue ink. oh. oh God. God. Right. The money's still good. <laughs> it's- God damn it. Well, look, there's some oh. money. Can you, will you take this money? Let's get out of here. Isabella, would you I'm stop not- what? reading the magazines? <laughs> what? I like to take 17 and me quizzes while I eat my rollers. We are in Hold the on. middle bank robbery i am trying to find out if i'm more like harry styles or the other ones from one direction holy cow benifer's back <laughs> who cares if benifer is back <laughs> i do that's a big story there's other marriages in between all this it yeah. kind of makes you believe in true love you know if if ben affleck and jennifer lopez can find each other after all these years <laughs> i used to i'm kind of on the phone with that they're uh, they're here right Wait. now 
really think you want to start believing in true love again? I don't know. I mean, why else would we? I mean, why did you do the robbery? They both sit down Indian style. And the... What are you doing? <laughs> I don't know. My relationship with my dad was never that great. Yeah, I was. I don't know. I guess I was hoping the money would make a lot of other areas in my life better. But... We've got to go. <laughs> this guy just called the cops on us. Hey, you, you did? Aw. Uh, I did a little bit, yeah. I <laughs> this is I did it. This is all a lot. Very stressful. First she limped in here bleeding all over the place. Then you blew up a blue dye all over and there's a gas pump on fire. It's not that good. Wasn't us. Business. That wasn't us. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I think it was. Okay, maybe but, it was. Yeah. Okay. Who cares? Can we get out of here? Who cares what's our fault? Oh my God. Just have a roller and relax for a second. I don't think a roller. How much? <laughs> what is this? Buffalo chicken? Yeah. This isn't bad. Nah. This isn't kind of Do you have any dippins? Do you have any dippins for the rollers? Yeah, there are sauces next to the station there oh this is great this is pretty nice oh, that's cool hey look at he's got air freshener stuff uh do you have anything that's like new car smell i know that's kind of generic but i, I just love oh, the smell the we have black oh, God damn it. cherry pie <laughs> whoa <laughs> give me all the rest of the fresheners oh, okay all right just calm down here's here you go a bunch of cop cars surround the gas station a guy gets out with a megaphone we have the place surrounded. Come out with your hands up. We have a hostage and demands. Am I the hostage? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, damn it. I don't see how I'm supposed to eat this thing with my hands all the way up. Can you ask we him need, if we could, don't can we get a half, a half hand raise? Don't hurt the hostage. What are your demands? We want him to make more uh, rollers. You want the hostage to make more rollers? Yeah. You see the cops like, what kind do they have? Do they have? <laughs> hey, we are trying to <laughs> catch these bank robbers. They have chicken bacon ranch. Oh, I love chicken bacon ranch. Oh, they have buffalo chicken. Oh. Shut up, everyone. <laughs> Monterey sausage. <laughs> yum, 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 yum. <laughs> Uh, I mean, listen, most of them are still frozen, but I could throw a couple more on. Do it. Tell him to do it. Tell, hey, chief, tell him to do it. Jesus Christ. Is the hostage. Are you OK? Have they in hurt you? No, I'm fine. He threatened me over some air fresheners, but otherwise it's just a little bit of a mess in here. Can you make the rollers? Yeah, I mean, it's not hard. It's like I just put them on the roll. I get, they're just frozen taquitos. I throw them on. What do, you, what do you mean, can I make the rollers? Yeah, I can. I don't them. need an attitude from you. I'm wondering if you're capable. <laughs> okay. Of... I've never been a hostage before. Okay. So let me just go get the boxes from the back. Okay. He's making the rollers. Once he does that, we want you to send him out unharmed. I start putting frozen corn dogs on the roller grill. How many do you guys want? Corn dogs? <laughs> what? So you want me to go back there and get a different? You want me to get the Monterey Jack? 
I shoot him. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't make the rollers. So make- Jesus Christ. <laughs> the other cops. Are- well, I mean, he started making corn dogs. <laughs> hey, they killed a hostage. Well, he didn't follow directions. I mean, I don't know whose fault that is. It's not the hostage's fault. <laughs> whose side are you guys on? <laughs> All right, we're sending someone in to make the rollers. And there's like a guy in a bomb vest walking forward. <laughs> what does he Hello. think this is? <laughs> I'm here to make the rollers. All right, do you know they're how? in the back in the freezer section. <laughs> You're incredibly accommodating during most of this. <laughs> I think I know. <laughs> <laughs> I think I know how, okay? Uh, I, I'm a bomb defusal guy. Normally we get that crazy AMPM creature thing to make the rollers, but he's busy. What's that guy called? No, no idea. I think it's sort of meant to be ambiguous. Okay, he well, doesn't he, have a name. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he has a name. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he has a name. Why don't I'm you just- shut the fuck up and start rolling? <laughs> Must have been a hell of a birthday. Look at that. He's got a head wound. <laughs> what happened? You, 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 did you did you party too hard? <laughs> uh, yeah. That must have been crazy. <laughs> yeah, it was one one too many free shots, I guess. <laughs> yeah. It was actually um it was not fun at all. It's probably the worst birthday they've ever had. <laughs> Like worse, like bad to the bone. Like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, what right. happened? Did you did, did you did you bonk your head getting too late or something? <laughs> no, no, I. Uh, <laughs> There's a bunch of people at the bar giving me free shots, and and I went to go to the bathroom, but the bathroom was occupied, so I went out back behind the restaurant and uh, thought I saw a quarter underneath the dumpster. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's my lucky day. And I bent over to pick it up. Um, and then when I came back up, I just smacked my head on the dumpster. And then somehow I ended up falling into the dumpster mm. and got a bunch of trash <laughs> juice in my head. But I was so drunk and the trash was so comfortable that I fell asleep. And then a garbage man found me in the morning and they almost threw me in the back of the trash compactor. But then he realized I was in there and he said, wait, wait, hold, stop, stop. And they took me to the hospital and. Yep. Now I'm 33. Did you keep the quarter? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I got it in here. It's uh it's Montana actually. So Oh what that's cool. <laughs> did you did you make friends with the garbage man? <laughs> I mean you said you were going out for a crazy night. I mean <laughs> I mean I was there for part of it and I had to go home. I was like, damn, he's gonna party all night probably and 
Yeah, I did. I did. Then I ended up with a pus-filled, garbage-filled wound on the back of my head. You know, I think I really got to make some changes, man. (laughs) What were you going to ask? Oh, come on. Don't overreact. It's your birthday. (laughs) Who hasn't slurped up some trash juice on their birthday and almost gotten (laughs) compacted by a truck? (laughs) Right? Hey, it's Joe's birthday. Hey, Hey. I know I know I missed it last night, so I made up for today. I got some uh, shots. We're going to do shots and we're going to have a good old time. Hell yeah, let's do it. Hell yeah. Yeah, I don't know. The doctor said I should maybe take it easy for a little bit. I don't think the wound is healed yet. What is that? You got a little trash juice in your head wound? <laughs> yeah. Ah, that's nothing. It's your birthday. It's your birthday. <laughs> Let's Be get worried. your head bonged from getting laid too hard or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, I guess one drink won't hurt. Shots. Yeah, shots there we go. <laughs> we all take them shots. Oh, yeah. Party on 33. Woo, 33. 33. Uh oh. Did someone just say 33? <laughs> Hell yeah. That's how Hell old yeah. that guy is, huh? Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I see you got a grade A boink wound. <laughs> Boinking too hard. Hit your head on the bunk bed. You're boinking in your bunk beds at Whoa. home. <laughs> I, uh, we told you, Alex, not everybody boinks on a bunk bed, but uh, I oh, like it's the, the best kind of boinking. I can tell, I can tell, uh, I can tell a boink moon from a bunk bed when I see it a mile away, man. Well, glad you it's had not fun, that. man. It's not that, Alex. It was a, uh, it was a mistake, and I ended up in the hospital actually after, so it wasn't a boink wound. You at all. boinked in the hospital, man. That's you a know? huge fantasy of mine. Thirty-three. <laughs> 33. Yeah, you tell the people in the hospital it's your birthday. You're bound to <laughs> you're bound to boink whoever comes in the room. Yeah. That's why I always have like six condoms in my wallet. I open my wallet and quarters scatter everywhere. <laughs> whoa, like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> one, we all clean it. I'll get it. I'll get it. <laughs> Follow them out the door. <laughs> oh no. Your quarters, your lucky quarters. I think it's a Wyoming. <laughs> <laughs> I bonk my head on a it goes under a dumpster. I bonk my head. Oh, I'm not even drunk here. <laughs> we see me follow a quarter into the kitchen and I uh oh look at that. A, a 1976. I think these are silver. I bonk my head and fall into the grease trap. <laughs> I follow a quarter into the wild rivers river river park down the street. <laughs> Go down, go down and water slide, but they weren't finished building it. So I shoot up and uh, and uh, land on a pile of spikes at the local CrossFit. Oh man! See, I thought it would be the alcoholism that did our friend group in, but it turns out it's our love of quarters. All right, let's get to the meat part of the podcast. Uh, 
where our guest shares a true media story from their life. Isabella, it's your turn. What would you like to talk about? Yeah. Um, so, uh, so right after, sorry, this kind of a, a, it starts sad, but the circumstances are kind of funny, but, uh, the, <laughs> my right after college, my dad passed away and it was horrible. It was very tragic. It was kind of a shock. Well, it was shock, but, um, my dad was also like, uh, uh, he was like a, like a lowbrow art guy. He was like, he kind of like started this lowbrow art movement. So he was kind of, he had a kind of like a cult following, um, hmm. which made his funeral planning very weird. And like, like he, like he had the kind of art that was like people, kids would like come over to my house when I was a kid and they would be terrified <laughs> and I wouldn't get it, but it's like, there's just like monsters and like comic book art and naked ladies everywhere. And like <laughs> all of these combined and poop, a lot of poop, a lot of fart, visual fart jokes. <laughs> I'm always so, amazed when I can be like connect and, and improvisers. <laughs> like, like it's like, oh yeah, I see how you got to improv. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Grew up in a house of fart art. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, my dad's I came like from company, the, uh, company name was- I came from Joe. a dynasty of, oh, sorry, go oh, ahead. No. I'm behind I again, go ahead. Like, uh, uh, but yeah, so my dad's business name was like Joe Copro for a while, which meant like Joe Poop. Um, <laughs> so that was like his whole business model. <laughs> so anyway, there's just so many, <laughs> I love them, but so many crazies involved in the funeral. Like at first we had to have a Catholic mass because my family was very Catholic. Um, and they were like, we were like, but dad doesn't believe in God. And they were like, he does now. And then you're like, you can't argue with that. That's like a winning logic argument. So we had this like Catholic mast and the priest was so old. I thought he was going to die and like steal all the thunder from my dad. Um, and we had this like after party and my mom's, my dad was very artistic, but my mom was like, like a career woman. She was, she was like, you always got to be climbing the ranks. And uh, at his after party, there was like this guy at, who worked at CBS and she was like, I was like sitting crying in the corner and she like grabs me and she's like, she's like, you have to talk to Lane. She's like, he works at CBS. He can get you a PA job. And I was like, I was like, I can't do that right now. And she was like, he feels bad right now. You have to. My God. Um, and so that's how I got my first PH job. <laughs> you did it. Oh my God. Yeah, I did it. I did it. And I got it. And it's been my link in the industry ever since. It's awful. Um, but she was right. He felt really bad for me. <laughs> he got me the job. Um, anyway, but that was the tiny funeral. And the big funeral was nuts because there were 800 people and they all had they were like, like people were like obsessed with my dad and they would like come up to me and be like, I love your dad. And I'd be like, I loved him too. And they'd be like, no, I loved your dad. And they'd like pull down their shirt and they'd like show me a tattoo of his face on their shoulder, which was like made Whoa. everything feel even trippier. Uh, so that was, but also he was friends with a ton of surfers and this was like, it was just the most unprofessional like funeral service, even though there are so many people. But I remember like, uh, his one, one of his friends, <laughs> like 
he's kind of, I think he like was so sad and just like panicked under the pressure, but for some reason he came to the funeral and took the stage. There was like a program and he took the stage in orange board shorts and a floppy hat (laughs) and then proceeded to tell the world's worst funeral story I have ever heard. And with all his family and the religious family, his girlfriend, my mom, me, uh, and it like, and it wasn't even true, but the story he told was like about a surf trip um about a surf trip they took and somewhere in like i forget where it was but it was like it was like he said that my dad and him were on a surf trip and then they like civil unrest happened and there was like gunshots and they were my dad like hiked through uh this jungle and then came across a man having sex with a pig and then that was the whole story and then he just kind of nodded and walked off stage. That isn't that horrific. <laughs> then I had to go up and do my story. Wait a uh, minute to follow that story. <laughs> I had to follow that story. <laughs> I mean, an easy act to follow in a way. People are like, please just say anything else. I know it was really, I know. I honestly felt bad because I kept it together so much better. And I, I'm like really good at funeral stories. So mine like, super killed after his did horrible um <laughs> isabella you keep saying funeral stories is that just oh, like a, yeah there's that just a story that someone tells at a funeral or <laughs> you know you get you like so you're supposed to like talk about what a great person they are yes uh, okay and, yeah 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 okay like i talked about that he was a great father and yeah um, but for some reason mitchell just told this horrible story <laughs> that just like it was a lie it wasn't i i it wasn't true i don't think it was true (laughs) (laughs) never told the story before i don't know i busted it out on funeral day (laughs) but there was all these like artists on the 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 mark like the i don't know i don't know any of the funeral terms on the on the list of funeral stories um and so i think he just like got really nervous and told this terrible story um, but the other, then like after the funeral, we had to like clean out all his stuff and it just was the weirdest stuff. And like, it would be like having to throw away, like, uh, we would all get in these huge arguments. Cause we'd be like, we can't throw away the jug of wine with like a Cobra in it. Dad loved the jug of wine with the Cobra in it, like the dead snake. <laughs> or we'd be like, we can't throw away the sculpture of the slug with like a baby's face on it. Dad loved the sculpture <laughs> of the slug with the baby's face on it. Um, Was anyway, this art he collected or made? He collected it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But there's just so many, I don't know. It, it was, it was cool in the sense that like, <laughs> it was fun to, it was really cool to see like how much my dad uh, like influenced people and touched people. And like, he was like a person that always had an incredible story or like just all his quirks. So in a way like that funeral, like encapsulated everything he was, which was right. like, yeah. I have a question or many, but so was he like a curator then? Like the guy who yeah. had a, so in what way do you want to, can you say this without giving it away? Do you care about giving it away? Or, oh, I don't you know care. What I'm saying? I, no one would know him really except for okay. people in the art world. But uh, yeah, he, he was, he, he started juxtapose. If you know that magazine. Um, I've heard of that actually. 
Yeah. So he just, he, he, he collected art. He bought art from artists that were like up and coming and then they would usually kind of blow up and then he would sell that art and make money off of it. But also he was like the, like everyone knew him as like someone that would usually those people can be a little like schemey or all in it for themselves. But he uh, like was just kind of known for helping like up and coming artists more than any of the other stuff. Um, yes. Yeah. But he had a gallery. Um, he had two, but one was, uh, called Gregorio. Um, and it was in Chinatown. Huh? That's cool as hell. And was there a reason for the lowbrow? Like had not a reason, but I mean, I worry on this podcast, I, <laughs> lowbrow is sort of our bread and butter, <laughs> but like, was, was he interested in art and then like made that his niche or was that sort of like, uh, like I, I, I just, maybe you don't, maybe this is a weird question, but like, that's just so funny to me to like be so serious about it. And then like, but like champion, do you know why like the lowbrow appealed? Um, so, one time I did ask him because he did have like this ability to see art that was like gonna like people were gonna like it later so he would end up making money so i was like i was like oh what do you look at when you look at art like do you look at uh like the composition or like Mm -hmm. is it the subject matter and he was like he's like oh he's like what i do is i look at it and i'm like is it cool or not cool? And if it's cool, I buy it. And if it's not cool, I don't. <laughs> so I think that's, I mean, I think he really liked that. Uh, it just, he didn't like stuffy art. He didn't want art that was, you were going to have to like learn about. He just wanted it. He thought it should be fun and like touch people that way. I'm talking So I have gathered you all here. Um, <clears throat> as you all know, the prognosis is not good. I'm going to die soon. And, you know, seeing as, a, as you're some of the most important people in my life, I I want you all to speak at my funeral. And I just wanted to kind of screen your <laughs> funeral stories beforehand just get an idea of maybe what you would talk about um so i I don't know i know that's a lot to throw at you guys but um Hmm. well i can only speak for myself but i don't know how i'll be inspired when i sit down to write the story that i'm going to share um it's also kind of not for you to say, not to, not to, you know. <laughs> right. Right. Um, that's, that's fair. Listen, I just, you know, obviously my family, my distant relatives are going to be there. And so I just wanted to make sure that the stories were going to be appropriate for everybody. If you know what I mean? <clears throat> All right. I can assure you so, mine is appropriate. <laughs> Um, uh, and I can, you know, it starts with a plane trip and to, to close friends. Um, 
there's a twist though, so I don't want to get into it here. I don't want to spoil it. And I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, no spoilers. I'm going to die, so I'm never going to hear it, but. Okay. Um, hey, I don't know what they're going to say at my, I don't know what funeral stories they're going to say at my funeral. That's part of a funeral. Yeah. I'll whisper the twist to you, but I'm not going to tell you the whole story. I don't want you blabbing it. God, let's not even do it because he'll have a question and he'll blow it for the rest of us. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Guys, I want these stories to be about, you know, something that happened between us maybe or something that we experienced together. Yeah, I got one. I was like pretty sure you were there, but um, Uh I'm almost positive. We were at the Vegas Strip, but that's really all I can say. Mm. Even that's too much. I know. I felt weird about that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Can I just be straight with you guys? Please. Sure. Yeah. The last funeral we all went to, um, quite frankly, Isabel, when you spoke and told your story, everybody was confused. (laughs) The family were upset. Because it had nothing to do because with David, who passed. So much better than all of their stories. I feel bad about that, but I can't help it if I'm an entertainer. Yeah, it was a pretty uh, sweet story. It was. I, no other story had spaceships. Mm-hmm. It's true. Okay, well, I'm just trying to give the warning that, you know, obviously you're all my friends and I want you to be at my funeral, but I don't think that my family will be as receptive to your stories as maybe I would be. And so they're not sci-fi fans. Okay. And they're not M night Shyamalan fans. Okay. And do they like, (laughs) they see, have they, have they seen porkies? They have. Lot, they have? Okay. That, <laughs> that kind of ruins it for me. All right. A lot of my stories you are just, just gonna... scenes from Porky's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, if, if you wanted to do a scene from Porky's, that'd be fine, actually. Just throw my name in there as one of the right. characters. No. Well, that's stepping on my story a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> You just tell me what story you're going to tell. I don't care about no, the twist. No, it has just a twist. I, it has a twist and a scene from Porky's in it, but I can't. <laughs> oh, that's Guys, killing I, me. You know Porky's is my... Damn it. Okay. I'm going to be dead soon. <laughs> I I want my funeral to be fun, of course, but I don't necessarily want it to be dominated by teens from Porky's <laughs> okay. or lost. <laughs> okay. Well then what else? What else? How, what about the time that we all went uh, to, to the beach house in, in Florida mm-hmm. and we saw that beached whale and we all helped push it back into the ocean. Oh, I'm great... already bored. <laughs> what? Yeah. I'm already I'm... bored. If I were to tell a story from that beach house trip, it would definitely be how we found that hatch and then we crawled down it and we found a bunch of people showering in there and peeked in them from little holes we dug into the to the bathroom wall. I wasn't there for that trip. I don't want to hear it. Oh, there's a boiler. Sorry, sorry. Sorry. 
Boiler. Well, if I was going to tell a story from that beach house trip, it would be uh, it would be the one where we all uh, we all um, swapped wives, but then blogged about it later. <laughs> ah, you oh, sorry. Wives? Yeah. Oh. Spoilers. Damn it. Well, I wasn't there because I was off helping a detective solve a crime and then because I could see dead people and then it turned out the detective was dead. Oh, damn it. Okay. And you know how I knew he was dead? Because when I was poking through in a locker room, (laughs) I was peeping through all in the locker, in the, the showers, he walked right in there. Nobody saw him. Yeah, I think... I think I'm just going to ask you guys not to speak at my funeral, oh, quite honest. Ah, we all just, slam our floppy hats on the ground. Gosh <laughs> dang it! <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I just, I don't, I'm not comfortable with these funeral stories. Ugh. I reach into my cargo shorts and take out new pens and pads to write with. Well, back to square one. Square one. I guess we got to make some memories. <laughs> and there must be something from our shared experiences some something that paints me in a positive light you know and you weren't in that movie Porky's no because that was mine okay mm. yeah I don't know ta- <laughs> what about that time you boinked on that bunk bed and bonked her head. Again, not necessarily the most appropriate story if my family's going to be present and I'm I can be lying leave. dead in a coffin in front of everybody. Okay, I can leave the bunk bed out of it. I can just say... <laughs> I, <laughs> That'll fix no, it. I don't That's want you good. to describe me. That's appropriate. No, yeah. no. Okay, okay. Please yeah, yeah, it's, fine. it's a birthday boinking. <laughs> yeah, no. everybody okay. gets some. I would have mentioned that I was on the top bunk listening in. <laughs> Listen, that was an intimate moment. The birthday boink between me and my my lover and I know because I dug that, that hole through want. the wall and watched. And you watched. Yes, I yeah, that. it was super private. But it was super cool. Well, no one likes to clean up the house. For, um, but, you know, we got to do it. Granddad passed and I guess take what we we, we got. Let's, let's, let's lean towards throwing stuff. Okay. Let's like, I don't want to be here all day. You know, I, if you, if there's something that speaks to you, please claim it. I don't want this to be a fight between the siblings. I don't want it. You get what I'm saying, but like, let's get in and out, take what you want to keep and leave whatever. And we'll just throw the rest away. All right. Does everyone agree to that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, Certainly we can get rid of uh, the butt mask. Oh, I don't know about that. I really fondly remember when grandpa used to dance around the house in his butt mask and start making fart noises with his mouth. I mean, that was oh, yeah. classic grandpa. I mean, it's homemade. Uh, it's barely 
pieced together right now. Uh, yes, we'll never find a replacement for it. Oh, for one. All right. Who wants the <laughs> do you Do you both want it? Do you just want it to exist? Do either of you want to keep it in your house? Let's just throw it in the storage unit and. We'll no, that's exactly what I don't want. It's um, exactly what I don't want. I just don't okay? have room don't... for a butt mask. Neither I do I. Do the... So let's toss it. Well, I won't. I want it for when I have kids because when I eventually do have kids, I want to have the butt mask, and you know, then I'll get it from the storage unit. Yeah, we. You both have said the storage unit. We have not rented a storage unit yet. Okay. Well, clearly, that's not. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to add that to our to do list. I don't want to. That's the whole point of go, going through this and decluttering is I don't want to just have a bunch of shit sitting in a storage unit. I mean, we're going to need to put the diarrhea attachment for the butt mask there, too, because I can't oh. take that home because it wouldn't make any sense to have that without the butt mask. The diarrhea attachment is like a wagon. <laughs> it's a full wagon sized, you know, cooler. Yeah. A pressurized system. <laughs> Again, it's one of a kind. Irreplaceable. So, I mean, all the memories tied up in that is just, I mean. Oh, man. Yeah. Grandpa used to go to museums and put that butt mask on and just and all hell was <laughs> He went to jail for that. Oh, yeah. That was so funny. Great times. He ruined a bunch of art with a diarrhea butt mask. <laughs> well, a lot of and people he, said he was making his own art. So. Yeah, that's true. Own fart. Anyway, we're going to uh, keep the butt mask for now, mm-hmm. but let's let's keep sorting through this stuff. Uh, uh, look what I found in the basement. Granddad's old cinder blocks. Huh? Oh, <laughs> oh, man. Remember yes. these? They all yes. look the same. They oh, all weigh God. about 80 pounds a piece. God, these are good. Oh, those are awesome. You <laughs> used to have that wall. <laughs> yeah, uh, great granddad. I guess we'll just put these in the storage unit, yeah? <laughs> what are you going to do with them? Everyone has cinder blocks or cinder blocks. They're a dime a dozen. Well, Nothing special. I mean, great granddad would lay those uh, cinder blocks out and then he would stand on top of it and put the butt mask on, turn the <laughs> diarrhea machine on. It's a diarrhea attachment. <laughs> it is a term. The diarrhea machine without the butt mask is just basically a shitty fountain. Yeah. Right. Well, I just say it, it's kind of a complete package. It's a complete package. We can't do it without the cinder blocks. blocks are a makeshift stage. The cinder blocks were, uh, it was an improvisation for for granddad. (laughs) Think about it. We just, we'll just put it in the storage unit because there's cinder blocks. It'll be just like we rented a a storage unit with a higher floor. Yeah. Um, So it's like taking no room at all. Mm. Takes so much of the room. God. Okay. All right. Well, All right. Well, we're certainly going to throw away these old. <laughs> we're certainly going to throw away these old shirts. None of us. <laughs> none of us were six XLs, right? <laughs> we don't need any of this what? stuff. What? Hang on. Oh, hang on. This is a All great of these shirt, are outdated. Right? God. Oh. Are you kidding me? This is Granddad's attire. 
Yeah, he would put on all 15 of those and stand on the cinder blocks with the <laughs> diarrhea machine and the butt mask, and he would go, oh, kablooey. Yeah, oh, remember that? Said, oh, oh, kablooey. I'm getting That's emotional amazing. just thinking about oh, it. Did you, I know. did you all like wow. that show? I didn't like it. <laughs> what? I hated that show. <laughs> this show sucked. It sucked completely. It was always the interruption. It would, we, I just wanted to like, I don't know, play baseball or wiffle ball in the yard or rough house or something. And it would always turn into, Oh, it's diarrhea night live <laughs> from the backyard, live from the cinder blocks. It's diarrhea night, butt mask or whatever he would say. Oh my God. You sound just like him. You sound just oh my God. I do <laughs> not. Appreciate what you have yeah, until it's gone. You do. Come on. Put on all these XXL Come shirts. Come on. Put them on. <laughs> There's on. six XLs. Here, here's the butt mask. Put it on. Put on no, come on. <laughs> I'm going to fasten it to your nostrils. Yeah. That's oh, it stinks. <laughs> <laughs> I think he used real diarrhea. <laughs> All right, hop up on these cinder blocks and say, Blam Kabooey. Come on, do it. See, they, they attach a generator to the machine. <laughs> All right, write it, Grandpa's Picassos. Come on. Let's, I want those Picassos. No, those. <laughs> Grandpa hated those things. Yeah, he hated them. <laughs> Just like great granddad, that was incredible. Just like (laughs) (laughs) oh, oh god, oh god. Okay, sorry. All right, it's off. (laughs) No, I was just gonna say I'll schedule us all for uh, pink eye testing because you all. I have it. <laughs> oh, well, fast acting. Then you better put on uh, Grandpa's big titty glasses so you don't get no. the rest of us. Oh God! I don't have time for the big titty glasses routine. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's the routine. You're doing it. Uh... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't mean to. I just can't get the titty glasses off my face. Boy, 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 boy. Cut to Josh at work the next day. Hi, uh, thanks for uh, coming into my office. Um, we've been getting a lot of. Um, this is awkward to talk about, um, but complaints about your your attire. Um, you've just been walking around with big titty glasses on your eyes all day. And I don't know. Everyone can't was get too embarrassed. <laughs> you can't get them off. It's, I first of all, I can't get them off. Second of all, I am mourning the loss of a grandfather. <laughs> I'm mourning the lo- I'm mourning. Okay. I yeah, I can big, tell. I, I'll take them off right now if you want me to. I'll try to, but look. <laughs> boing, 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 boing. Oh, God. Please don't. Please don't. That <laughs> oh, is. Oh, uh, Banjo Kazooie. Oh, <laughs> generator starts. We see oh, real breast milk starts flying all over the office. <laughs> I'm trying to get them. Now I got a boner. Now I got a boner. This is so inappropriate. <laughs> this is so inappropriate. How do you know the lines for this routine? <laughs> That'll do it for this episode of The Meat. Thank you, Joe and Isabel, for being on. That was so much fun playing with you. Yeah, thank you. That was great. That was great. Um, uh, So now we'll go around and you can plug whatever you like, whatever you'd like to tell our audience about. Uh, Let's start with you, Isabella. What would you like to Um, plug? 
I guess just our Loose Caboose improv team. Oh, and uh, I'm on a team called Adam Jilt, and we do shows on Tuesdays at 8 on Twitch. At the Very good Twitch <laughs> um, Is it we improv? No, it's just uh, just another team. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, we just anyone could have a show on Twitch, we realized. <laughs> so we did it. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Dave. Uh, where, where on Twitch? Uh, I forget the handle. <laughs> um <laughs> Okay. I'll send it to you later. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Feel free. Um, uh, Joe? Uh, I have nothing to plug. It's okay. Um, Except for my eyes and ears after that last big titty glasses. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) Okay. Hell yeah. Um, no worries. Uh, when is your Wii prep show? When we, when is Loose Caboose play? Let's give him, let's give some info to these. (laughs) Monday nights Uh, at 9 p.m. Okay, uh, great. Uh, Twitch.tv slash we improv. Jake, is that your plug too? Yeah, that's my plug too. Two <laughs> in one plug. Wow. <laughs> kind of a three in one. Um, I'm at Josh Simpson on all the social media handles Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, but more importantly, YouTube. Uh, that's where I'm trying to uh, make videos uh, more frequently, so you can check that shit out there. Um, and we are on Patreon, patreon.com slash TheMediumProf, uh, where you can get our bonus episode of The Potatoes, where Jake and I talk shop and do a little tube-prof. Uh, and we're also at all the social media platforms at the Medium Prof. That's it. Thank you so much for listening. If you like the show, tell a friend. And we'll see you next time. Uh, the Medium Prof!